How are you, David? I'm very well, mate. Uh, looking forward to having a chat with you this morning. There's been a lot happening in racing. What about, um, obviously, just chatting with Adrian Bott? What is actually the record? Someone out there might know this. What's the record for a stable and slipper runners? It's five or six. I think it often had five or six a couple of years ago. Was that the year like they won it? Yeah, I think it was the year, the year um, the Philly one that won the week before. Um, yeah, the Damien Lane Road? Kiyomichi. That's it. Kiyomichi. Beat, um, and they had the trifecta, beat microphone and... Um, I can't remember the other one, but they, they definitely had four, five or six that, yeah. that year. Well, I mean, there's nothing stopping Kane Adrian with the way their charges are going at the moment from having that sort of number. I mean, they're going to have definitely two there, and you start to go through their other nominations and the, the quality of these horses, uh, they could very well near have that number. Yeah, it sounds like the the focus is Sydney too by yes. what Adrian said about the Blue Dom, and there's only a, a few on the list for that. So, um they're definitely going to be major players, and unlike other stables, they've basically had a lot of horses go before Christmas, and they've won a lot of races already. So, a lot of these horses are very high up in the in the order of entry. Interesting with the slipper, you, you get seven seven horses get straight in from the silver slipper in the six lead ups, and then you've got million dollar races that uh, like the Blue Diamond that will catapult you in, and the Golden Gift. The two horses with the golden gift, first and second, usually have enough money to get in. So there's not that many spots, and you need plenty of money to get into a golden slipper these days. Yeah, you certainly do, and uh, that'll be a fascinating little turn of events to see how um, how it all unfolds. Now, let's talk about this Canterbury and the Widden. Um, they are saying to get serious these races. So, what do have you made of the, the fields and the lineup that we've got? Yeah, talking to James Cummings earlier in the week, and he was saying. He's, he's very big on his racing history, James. If you ever want to sort of talk what races lead to what races, he, he's, he's got very clear ideas. I mean, he said last year out of the Canterbury, two of the place getters ran the placing from the slipper, and he said it happens every year. He said it's just a great starting point for any horse to go forward this weekend because you've got so many options and you can you can chop and change. And if you need to go a few more weeks, but you, you sort of can get two two, maybe even three runs into them out of this out of this this weekend. So um, that's why Traffic Warden's there. He he, he's, he could have gone at set weights next week in Melbourne, but he decided no, this is the this is this is the race where, you know, if you've got a slip horse you've got to expose them. So that's why Traffic Warden's there. So a bit of a push there for it. I think we've heard Adrian on Prost that it'll it'll be interesting. I know Gerald Ryan's got one there that he he's very confident in with both both um, exceed indeed, and um, and Gerald's horse it escapes me at the moment uh, are owned by are owned by Kiora. So one will go. I think you'll find one will go to Canterbury and one will go to the Canterbury. And it sounds like Gerald's horse will be at the Canterbury. So um, that's it. It's just an interesting race. Prost was pretty good in the in the the breeders, and um, you know. Got, just found a stable mate too good, which um, might be a problem that they find all the way through these Gatewater House and Adrian Bot runners. Yeah, and, and interesting too that the two big guns in the bidding, Shangri-La and Stormboy, they won't meet throughout the preparation until if they both get there, the Golden Slipper. Yeah, and that makes sense. Like if you've got if you if you've got two two guns, you're not going to you don't want them you don't want them um, taking each other on. 
in in one reason because you know immediately you you've got two sets of owners there, that, and that's the other thing with Gay and Asia, and they, these are owned by the, some of the biggest people in the country, but they don't really want to want to be racing against each other until they have to, you know. And the and the big payday is slipper day. That's you know you you, you can um you you can win everything leading up. If you don't win the slipper, you're not you're not the you're not the fashion fashionable cult and you're not worth the $50 million. Mm. Now, tell me this, um, the Chipping Norton, we had Mitch Cohen talk about this yesterday, it'll be called The Very Elegant uh, now. How did this all come about? I think it's, uh, you know, the club are, are very um, are very uh, thoughtful about things like this and they think that they want to make the race names uh, relevant to recent times. Now, you to, to argue, if you go out to Warwick Farm these days and you look on the side side of the wall there, it says midweek and hot public holiday meetings at Warwick Farm. So it's no longer a Saturday venue. And that's that's been up there for a few years now and it's pretty clear that, you know, we won't be racing on a Saturday at Warwick Farm. Can, can I just, just before we go, uh, firstly, how does that make you feel? And uh, secondly, why? Why, is, why? why was Warwick Farm decision made there? Because I know that obviously... The sale complex out there. There's a lot of money been invested in Warwick Farm, and it would be one day great to see really good racing in that part of Sydney because a lot of people, you know, we, we talk about Rose Hill being the centre of Sydney, Parramatta, but if you start to then travel west, you know, um, it is just houses and houses all around that Liverpool area. You go down the highway around Picton, Wilton, Menangle, it's just people moving out there because they can't afford to buy in the city. Those people, we want to keep betting on races and go to the races. So I do find that interesting with Warwick Farm. What the what the plan is there? So what happened was the the um, metrics on the race meetings are all done all the time, and there's a ten percent fall off when they don't race at where we call Rose Hill. Like just out of you know punters for some reason don't like to bet at Warwick Farm on a Saturday. So um, it's the biggest turnover day. So you're doing yourself out of money. So they've taken the decision that Ramick and Rose Hill are the only tracks we'll race on on Saturday. And that's mm. been a decision that was made by Racing New South Wales a few years ago. And and I understand uh, that too, Chris, but also as well, if for some reason Rose Hill or Ramwick didn't exist and we only could, let's say that there was just some issue and we had to race at Warwick Farm all the time, uh, I think that I, I personally believe, and I, I'm wrong and I'm wrong every day, but I think it would start to improve because people need a product to bet on. And I think that also comes down to us just, you know, promoting that, hey, this is a, a world-class track in itself. Yeah, well, given the opportunity, I think, a lot, you know? a lot of the time. So that's why we're not at Warwick Farm anymore. So you go back and you say, right, you used to have the Warwick Stakes, which is now the Wing Stakes, which is moved, which, which, which moved to Ramwick and is a Group 1 now. And the reason they put the Wing Stakes on, named the Wing Stakes was Wings made it into a Group 1, they wanted the on the on the horse before she retired. They they and it was it was just a great move to get the first group one of the year is named now known as the Wink Stake. Probably the best horse we've seen this century. It could be argued the Black Caviar yeah, was up there as well. But you know for Sydney people, Winks was the horse. Um, then we had the Chippy Norton. Now the Chippy Norton is named after the suburb that Warwick Farms um, in. So. You know, it doesn't make much sense to have the Chippy Norton Stakes at Randwick. So then they had to look. They thought, well, what can we do here? And they've come up with very elegant 
which won 11 Group 1s and won this race twice and won a Caulfield and Melbourne Cup. So on as the horse, I spoke to Bray Pasolsky about it and he was, he, was, he was very taken back by having a, a race named his honour. I said to him, what about Tyler Knight? You know, it won this race four times, won 13 Group 1s. And he said, well, there should be a race named after Tyler Knight. He said, said, said so, you know, it's, a, it's an argument you could have. Now, Tyler Knight won this race four times, same as Winks. It won it's three times at Warwick Farm and one time at Randwick. So there's the link between Randwick and Warwick Farm. And was, and was trained by one of the great horsemen ever in Sydney, in Guy Walter. It just, it just makes sense. And that's why the Guy Walter states on that, that meeting as well. It's, it's a, a Tawana guy. So, you know, there'd be some... Synergies there, if you record this bit or not, but where do you put Barry Elegant then? So, um, I'm quite happy with the with the name change. You know, but you you know you still call it Warwick. You still call it Warwick. You still call it Chippy Norton when you when you're thinking about it, I guess. And what about this report to come out of Tasmania? Yeah, it's um, shocking, isn't it? Um, I think we all saw the 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 um, report on the ABC about what was going on there. Um, there's going to be more. To come from this today, the stewards are going to get involved, and they've made a statement that they'll they'll talk to licensed people before the lawn system meeting on on Friday night. Now, Ben Yule, who's the uh, who was the main train, who's the main trainer there, and if you've ever bet on Tasmanian trots races, you'll see his name. Hundred, he's got hundreds of horses, and you know some of the some of the findings findings about his operation are damning, um, alleged. Uh, Allegedly, so you know you've got to you've got to be, you you got to think that he might not be there now. If you look at the races on Friday night, there's a race where he's got every runner bar one, and another race where he's got every runner bar two, which is not unusual in Tasmanian racing. So it'll be a bit of watch and see whether what happens with his horses in the in the next in the next 24 hours. And you know, really bad look for racing. Like um, any time. You, you get welfare issues and race fixing issues. It just shows that um, someone had dropped the ball, and that's why the integrity commission's been disbanded. There. Mm, yeah, it's uh, it's it's it is. I suggest everyone go and have a read. Um, it's uh, available on, in mainstream media, so you can just type in that report, and it'll be very it's interesting. Not, it's not pleasant reading, I can assure you. Some of the some of the th- things, and Ray Murray, of course, former Sydney. Chief Stewart, he's um, he's he's um, done. He he's probably one of the best racing lawmen in the country, and it's really damning. So, well, um, you know, I know Tasmania is sometimes forgotten here, but it's um, it's it's not it's not good reading, and we'll um, we'll watch with interest to see what 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 comes about from this. I would say there's some disqualifications in the way for a few. Participants down there. Yeah, and, and what, are the government going to, to to back harness racing in down there, or are they going to? Well, I think they've got four or five tracks. That's the thing. So they they sort of race around, and it's, you know there was. I don't know what they what they're going to do. Like if they shut down the tracks and they shut down the industry, it takes jobs away from people. So just be interesting to see where they come. Like the the operation that your the your team had is just massive. Like. And that that was the problem. Was it was like sixty or seventy percent of the horses were from one stable. Mm. All right, uh, Chris. Look forward to you joining us for the punters panel tomorrow, and all your info coming out in the City Morning Herald over the next couple of days. Cheers, mate.